This is NLPS Ed Talks, a podcast brought to you by Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools. I'm Dale Burgos, the Executive Director of Communications, and I'll be sharing conversations with students, staff, and friends of the district. We'll learn, we'll laugh, we may cry, but most importantly, we'll share the unique stories of individuals that work and play in our school system. Nanaimo Ladysmith Public Schools is one of many school districts in British Columbia, Canada, and is centrally located in one of the most beautiful places in the world, Vancouver Island. Thanks for joining us. All right, folks, we're back for another edition of NLPS Ed Talks. Thanks so much to my next guest, uh, guest uh, Matt Kosminski. Did I say that right? You did. Yep. Excellent. Um, so by far, probably one of the um, uh, one of my guests with uh, the nicest hair, I'm going to say. I get that a lot. I get that a lot. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, do you really? I yeah. Do. yeah. Okay. We're going to have to take a picture of this because now that I've brought it up, people are going to wonder. Um, it's perfectly coiffed. Um, and if, I mean, you're, you're looking at me, I've got no hair. So if I had even just a little bit of hair, yeah. um, I would have been happy. But... Uh, I don't. So anyways, congrats, congrats to you on having the nicest hair so far. I appreciate it. I'll take it. I'll take podcast it. guests. Yeah. All right, Matt. So um, let's start from the beginning. Uh, you are a product of uh, one of our high schools, but um, were you born in Nanaimo? I was not. I was born in Hamilton, Ontario. Okay. I lived there until I was 11 years old. And then we kind of bounced around a bit. We moved to uh, Abbotsford and then Penticton, and then I ended up here in grade 10. So okay. I went to Dover Bay in grade 10, and I've been in Nanaimo ever since. Nice. I went away for school, um, but... This gotcha. Is my residence. Yeah. So born born in Steel Town. Born right? in Steel Town. Yeah. Hamilton. Yeah. I've never been, but um, don't go. <laughs> You're not missing much. Oh no. Yeah. Sorry to all those from yeah, Hamilton right. or who are in Hamilton listening right now. Uh, I'm sure it's a great city. It uh, Matt doesn't like it apparently. Um, love that. That's that's hilarious. And moved around. So and then of course ended up here in beautiful Nanaimo, um, Dover Bay, grades 10 to 12. Is is that? Did you already have this? Uh, we'll get into your sports and 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 what you've done in the past, but um, clearly. Uh, sports is a big piece of your life. Mm-hmm. Uh, were you into sports before Dover, or was that something that uh, started? It there? really took off at Dover. Um, okay. Kind of from grades six to eight, I was really into skateboarding, so I did that a lot, and I okay. I, I was very com- like competitive with it. I spent hours a day doing that on my own. Great. And then I had a teacher in grade nine in Penticton, Dave Nacconi, and he would always try to get me to come out and play basketball, and I was reluctant. And he would talk to me in the halls every day, and you know. He, come up with all these different things to try to get me to come out one of the ones that sticks out he told me the story of green eggs and ham dr okay. zeus yeah and he's like you don't know if you're gonna like it until you come out and try it so i did come out and try it and like that was kind of it i mean i kept wow. coming i kept coming and uh that i stopped skateboarding and basketball became my thing that i spent all my time with and then i got to dover bay in grade 10 and a great coming into a great program with good coaches um mm-hmm. bill mcquinney and tony bryce who are teachers in the district they right. were my first coaches at uh in grade 10 and then mark simpson who coaches with me now at viu and is kind of like a legend coach in the nanaimo area um he was my coach from grade 11 and 12 so really fortunate there and that's where it basketball kind of became my passion and sort of has stuck with me for till now yeah. uh, well and clearly right we'll get into your bio here in just a second baseball or basketball rather is 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 a big part of your life uh and, i mean taller of course too right mm-hmm. so uh, i mean my son goes to dover right now and he talks about how his tall friends always get approached by coaches saying you should play and, yeah, and yeah. they they have no they just don't want to do it just because they're tall doesn't mean that they're going to be good at it's it true. right but um great that that uh, developed yeah. in one of our schools and, and then you've grown to uh, what you do now and and uh, again quite impressive so we'll get into that in just a little bit so you, you graduated from dover bay yeah. after dover bay where did you head off to i got a scholarship to play at university of victoria and i played my first two years there nice. and then i had some injuries uh including ones that had surgery on my foot and i sat out for a year and then in that in that year i transferred to simon fraser university 
and okay. I played my last three years of basketball there, and then I got my history degree there. Wow. Okay. Yeah. And yeah. did you continue that on? Because I know you also went to VIU. So then after I graduated from Simon Fraser in 2010, I came home and went to VIU for the education program. And then uh, I started coaching, actually. I coached with Mark Simpson, the Dover Bay Senior Boys. So that was like my first taste of coaching right after I finished playing. Wow. Um, with such a great coach, too. So it was a good learning experience. Okay, stuck with it. And yeah. uh, teaching yep. now, so, obviously. Yeah. So where are you at right now? I'm at the About program, Learning Alternatives, at the Woodlands location. And absolutely love it. It's been my favorite job that I've had, uh, and I've probably been teaching now for eight years. Okay, yeah. yeah. I've had the pleasure of visiting you uh, in, in that classroom. We're in the learning space, I'll say, because it's it's not just a classroom. It's yeah. it's not what you would typically no. see in a classroom. And what's great is you've got some kids that uh, who, uh, rather, maybe they don't f fit exactly in, into the... I'll mm -hmm. say the typical classroom, mm -hmm. and, and they go to your program, and they're thriving. They're thriving, for sure, yeah. And they're doing great, yeah. I mean, it's it's fantastic. It's a testament to what's going on in the district, but uh, clearly some really good things happening in your program over there. Yeah. Um, any, uh, you know, let's, let's talk a little bit about the program yeah. as well. I mean, that, that started back in, well, this school year, yeah. right? Yeah. And uh, we, we expanded the Learning Alternatives program, mm -hmm. which is at Barsby right now, but yeah. um, we had space at, uh, at Woodlands, yeah. right? So tell me about the space. Let's, let's hear about it. Uh, first of all, like you said, it's like an open learning environment. Mm -hmm. So a big room with multiple different stand-up desks, sit-down areas, um, couches. So that allows for a lot of freedom for kids to move around, us to take little groups to work with. Um, we have a space in the gym too, which allows us to be active, which is big for building community. And then we also have the stage area. So the space, the physical space is, allows us, I think, to have some success. Um, but the biggest thing probably is the community that we've established. I think, you know, basketball or teaching, you can't get anything done without relationships. And we've built some really good relationships with these kids and you're seeing them go from situations where they were struggling due to anxiety or behavior or whatever it is and those things you're not seeing as much anymore and you're seeing kids who you maybe couldn't get through to to get a lot of work done now because there's relationships there and there's a compassion on both sides that now they're 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 producing quality work they're participating in different kinds of lessons um so i think the relationship key is a huge part um, mm -hmm. as much as the physical space but um yeah it's fun to come into work every day when that's the environment i think even our staff together, Chad, Michelle, uh, Kathy, the other ones that come in on other days too, we have such a good relationship as well. And we're very close. We have fun. We model, um, you know, positive talk between each other. We participate in lessons if someone else is talking. So it's a really community feel. And I think that's made it really successful. And I agree. Yes. Kudos to you and kudos to the team over there because you are doing some great things uh, and it's showing. I mean, I, I again, like I said, I got to visit, meet some of the kids. Yeah. Uh, and, and we had a blast. Yeah. Like, it's yeah, it's yeah. such a great environment. So um, um, keep doing keep doing what you're doing. Yeah, I'm Please. loving it. It's awesome. Good. Well, we're, we're happy to have you. Um, let's get into a little bit what, why I wanted to have you here on the show. And, and of course, you are uh, an employee of the district. Mm -hmm. uh, we like to talk to employees of the district here on the podcast. And uh, it's not just what they do on a daily basis here mm -hmm. but also what they do outside of the uh, of the four walls I'll just say yeah. and uh, what makes them them and unique and uh, you, you're quite unique and I'm, I'm gonna if, if you don't mind and I'm gonna just uh, toot your horn for you here so you are head coach yep. at VIU for the men's basketball team mm -hmm. correct and uh, uh, here are just some of the most recent accolades uh, in in Matt's bio so 2019 Pac West gold medalist 
2018 PacWest Silver Medalist, 2017 PacWest Champions. Uh, this is just from the last couple of years. I'm going to go back to 2016 where you had a, a, an undefeated season in PacWest. You got Coach of the Year 2016. Like that's mm -hmm. that's huge. Mm -hmm. uh, 2015 CCAA National Silver PacWest Gold Medal in 2015 as well. So the list goes on and, and it goes, it looks like you've had uh, Coach of the Year a couple times after that as well. Yeah. Uh, maybe even more. And then... Um, and then you talked about it already, Dover Bay, uh, captain of the Simon Fraser men's basketball team. Mm -hmm. I mean, this is this is impressive. And right? you missed, and we have uh, we we won the national championship this year, and oh, then yes. we, we also won the national championship in 2013. So there's been three uh, men's Unreal. basketball national championships won by VIU. The previous one was two, uh, 1994. And then uh, my co coaching staff's been here for seven years, and we've won one in 2013, and then again this year. Congratulations! Impressive. Yeah. That is um, that's huge. And is that in is that Pac West? No, or, that or? was all of Canada. So we've won so we've won the Pac West championship. Okay, I believe right. four out of my seven years. Right. But we've won the national championship the across national. Canada. Yeah. Unreal. Wow. Yeah, yeah. And and I'm hearing this um, since I've moved here. Um, uh, VIU, the sports program over there. We've mm -hmm. got uh, the volleyball team, yeah, right? Uh, yeah. Basketball, right? There's what? What is it about our area that's that's uh, making us get all these medals, these wins? What's going on yeah. here? Yeah, um, I think there's a lot of factors. I think VIU is a great university. Yeah. Um, we have a ton of good programs to yes. offer kids, so there's there's that incentive, and then just the the strength and tradition that our athletic programs have had this year. Mm -hmm. Uh, the men's basketball team, our team, the women's basketball team, the women's volleyball team, the men's volleyball team, and I believe the girls' soccer team all won the PacWest gold medal. Uh, it was, <laughs> one, it was one of the most successful seasons. I believe it was the most successful athletic season that VIU's ever had. Wow. So, yeah, definitely, you know, I think getting to work with the coaches up there, I know we have great staffs and coaching staffs, um, but it's a credit to the university as a whole, mm -hmm. too. Definitely. Uh, when we look at the teams and, uh, you know, by an observation, when you're looking at who plays on these teams, uh, are they typically locals or do we do we get a lot of kids that come from all over that uh, play on the teams? It's a mix. And I'll, I'll speak to our team mostly only. We have our foundation of guys and is built off local players. Mm -hmm. You know, we have a lot of good players from uh, NDSS, Wellington. Um, we've had a lot of good Dover Bay products. We surround those local talent with, we're allowed three international positions on our team. Okay. So typically we get players from usually Washington. This year we had a guy named Harry Fail from the from Australia, Melbourne, and he was the player of the year, um, the PacWest player of the year across all sports. Um, so our international players are usually really strong and they're high impact guys when they come in. But the foundation of the team is usually built around local players. That's that's great, and uh, that's great to hear, especially mm -hmm. for our yeah. local uh, yeah. graduates that are coming out of school and and seeing the um, the, the history yeah. uh, that VIU has in, in terms of sports. Uh, I'd love to hear maybe some stories mm -hmm. uh, from from past years where uh, you will look back fondly in in twenty, thirty, forty years and say, yeah. "I was there for that." Yeah. Uh, obviously, you had some championships here nationally, mm -hmm. uh, which is fantastic. Um, you know, what sticks out in your mind? Well, this year, which sticks out without question is the group of guys. You know, we had three words that we talked about at the championship a lot. They were process, composure, and together. The process thing, I think, actually all of these things that we talk about, go they fit right with what we're doing in school. Like there's so many consistencies from what I can take to the classroom, from what I can take to the court. So the process thing is all about um, being in the moment, worrying about the next play, the next play. And there's a quote I always tell the guys, it's, um, it's a stone cutter quote, and it goes, 
When nothing seems to work, I can't help but looking at the stonecutter who sits there hammering away at his rock without a crack showing. But on the hundred and first hit, the rock will split in two. And he knows it was all that came before and not that last hit. So from an academic standpoint, if you're preparing for a test in math, it's everything you've done on a daily basis to get that done. For us, basketball-wise, it was just literally focusing on the task at hand. It allowed us to have a lot of calmness, I think, in those high-pressure moments. I can remember when we were, it was 85-82 with 1.6 seconds left in the, in the game. We're about to win the national championship. And I'm kind of, there was a timeout, and I'm looking up and down our bench, and I'm kind of gauging the way I feel. And it didn't seem like anybody was even thinking about winning. The, you know, we're about to win this championship. They still had a, the ball, and they still had mm-hmm. a chance to get a shot. Mm-hmm. Um, but it was like... We're just talking about the next play. And I felt that so much. And then when the buzzer actually sounded and we won, it was like I could. I looked around and there was a wave of emotion that hit over the whole group because we were just so staying in the moment. And then when the moment came where we won, it's like, okay, let's be in this moment now. Right. Um, so I think that's a huge thing, focusing on the process. And it allows you, if you get caught up in focusing on outcome, whether it's test results, whether it's the scores of a basketball game, it can be anxiety-inducing. Um, the task can seem maybe a little bit too big at times. But if you break it down and you got to study for your, you got to do these questions and study for math, well, that's a doable task. Mm-hmm. Um, we got to show up to practice and work on a transition defense. That's a doable task that we can deal with right there, right? So that's something that has been really valuable to me. I think that our players, um, you know, that's something they'll be able to take anywhere in their life because I think it holds true. Uh, some of the other things we talked about together was the biggest part, together. And that means, you know, we're going to be a together team no matter what, through the ups and downs. We do a lot to, uh, you know, prepare our guys for that, whether it's reading or studying what a good teammate is like. So we try to teach that as much as anything else. Um, If we never won a championship at VIU, I think that a player that left my program after five years would be getting like a degree almost in being a good teammate, which is probably as valuable or more valuable than, you know, the other degree because you can go anywhere and you can work with people. Um, You can do your job. You can play a role. And I think the same thing runs true of our school, the togetherness. You know, I see it. Um, and these kids came from all these different schools where, you know, they may have had struggles for whatever reason, but we're together here at this school. And, you know, you can definitely see that that's bring out the best in them. And then the last one was composure that we talked about. Um, and that's just because basketball is going to be an up and down game. There's going to be a lot of different emotions. Um, you know, we played a team in the final who ran a full court press on us. They were much more physically a- athletic. They were an inner-city Toronto team, Sheridan. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so composure was a big thing, just just trying to stay the course because, you know, they were intense. There was some yelling and all kinds of things yeah. to try to take us off our game. Okay. But being able to just stay with it was a big part of it as well. Wow. Yeah. yeah. Great. It's it is um, it, it's a true testament to to you as a person. I mean, clearly you've you've done a lot of things in your life and uh, and and won a lot. And um, I, I think, well, for me growing up, when I when I worked uh, when I played in sports, um, you know, there were some good coaches and some mm-hmm. not so good coaches. Mm-hmm. Uh, it takes a special person to to be a good coach and yeah. to have their team. I'll say, you know, follow them. Yeah, I mean, they yeah. are essentially that leader. But um, it sounds as if you've got a team, and and the way that you coach is 
it's on everybody, mm-hmm. right? And and mm-hmm. everyone has their part to play, and, mm-hmm. and and so you know I value that, and and so good for you. I mean that's yeah. that's great. Uh, possibly any other you know highlights? I mean you've you've done these, but I mean you've 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 been around. I'd like to know you know some of those those special stories uh, yeah. of, of you know that you'll remember forever. Well, I think you know some other things that stood out from this year. I remember we in September we do a lot of morning practices, so we'll we'll practice at night, but then we're also going to go in about six thirty in the morning. So it's it's tiring, it's taxing, and I remember bringing a story from when I was getting to know all my kids at about um, the students that I teach there, mm-hmm. and some of the stories that they have, and they're still coming to school. So I use that actually with my guys. It was six thirty in the morning, late in September. I'm looking around as we're about to bring it in for a huddle. And everyone was looking kind of tired and unenthusiastic. So I told a story about how one of the kids at school had gone through all this um, and the stuff that they're dealing with at home, and um, which is quite extreme. And then they're still coming to school with a positive attitude. I'm like, we get to play basketball here, mm-hmm. and we're up at 6.30 in the morning. Let's put things in perspective and you know bring the enthusiasm and have a good attitude. So. Nice. It's been a fun year with being able to pull from both sides, you know, bring my coaching into teaching, teaching back into coaching. And I felt like this year, you know, I've been able to do that more so than ever. So I've liked that part of it. Good. Excellent. Um, Yeah. Okay. Uh, Maybe a two-parter question here. Um, Maybe next steps, unless you have some other stories you want to share. But uh, next steps for you as a coach, as a teacher, uh, you know, part A teacher, what, what do you see yourself uh, you know, focusing on the future and, and also as a coach, yeah, what I are think the next steps? As a teacher, I'm really excited to grow the program that we have. I think um, we have some good ideas as far as, you know, we, we just started this thing in September, literally mm-hmm. from bringing in students. We had no students to start. And now we're up to about uh, over 50. Wow. And um, so growing that, I think we're going to try to incorporate a lot more project-based learning and stuff as we get more comfortable and um, are not so rushed this year. Like, mm-hmm. I found out, I think it was a couple of days before school started that I was going to be at about. So, you know, <laughs> okay. there isn't a lot of time. And right. when you're bringing in new students and you're in a new space, I mean, you are literally, it's a trial and error starting from scratch. But I think what's so good about um, Chad and I, we're both not afraid to fail when we're teaching, you know, and, and I think it's kind of rubbed off on the students. We've tried some things that haven't quite worked that well. And, you know, we've adjusted and tried something new. But it's those failures that allow for teachable moments. Um, and the same thing's so true about basketball. I can remember, you know, I thought this year some of our success was we were very prepared in situations, um, whether it was like when we were in the provincial final this year, we were down by two points and there was 1.2 seconds left on the clock. And we advance the ball and we have a sideline out of bounds. So if we don't score in 1.2 seconds, our season's over. Mm-hmm. When we came into the huddle, though, we have a play called Phoenix Lob. And like I, I, hardly, I don't even know if I had to say it to the guys. It's because we'd done it so many times. Never in a game, though, surprisingly. We'd never, ever ran it in a game. We'd practice and practice. But when I came into the huddle, it was like Phoenix Lob. And everyone's like, yeah. Okay, we got this. And the guy who was inbounding it, Cameron, he's walk. You can see him on the video when you watch it back. He walks over and he's looking at his mom and uh, his little sister in the crowd, and he gives them the thumbs up. <laughs> right, and this is a, you know, like in a lot. And a, nice. the reason I think we were so prepared this year is because, and I can remember in my early years specific moments that were really hard for me to take where our team wasn't prepared. Um, we like we had a situation where we had the ball on the out of bounds with a few seconds left, and we were unorganized. But it was that failure that stuck with me, and I'm like, this is not going to happen again. Okay. Um, you know, other situations that presented themselves where we weren't weren't prepared. So it was those things where that really allowed me to learn and um, 
you know, made me sure that we were going to be ready to go when those situations came up again. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Great. Good. And, and well done. Uh, I, I'm sure we can talk for hours and hours yeah. on, on basketball and on teaching, but I'd um, um, love to have you back. Mm-hmm. Uh, we've got, you mentioned Chad, so Chad Job, one of the other teachers. Uh, there's some great things happening at, at the program. Maybe maybe we all come back uh, yeah. later on and chat a little bit more about the program itself. He's the mastermind. So yeah. <laughs> He's the mastermind. Yeah, he okay. Is, yeah. I love it. Well, good stuff. Yeah. Well, Matt, I'm, I'm super happy to have you here. Uh, like I said, it, um, it's, it's always nice to, to chat with people here in the district. Uh, uh, very impressive resume that you have here in, in front of me. And um, I tell you, I, I'm looking forward to uh, next year. Any predictions? <laughs> yeah. Do, uh, do you do that, though? Uh, I, I'm, not, I'm not much of a prediction yeah? guy. Okay, I'm a process yeah. guy, right? I, I that's gotcha. what I said. We'll, we'll go in and we'll do the work and uh, the score takes care of itself. Exactly. There you go. Well, I appreciate you coming down. This has been an episode of NLPS Ed Talks. Matt, have yourself a fantastic day. Thanks for coming. Thank you. Appreciate it.